with the door open. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> Are you enjoying that? <laughs> okay. Episode two. Wait, you're not including that. Yeah, we started. We're we're here. Why'd you include the TikTok? I hit record, you included the TikTok. <laughs> it's your phone. <laughs> Welcome back. We're gonna be allowed to have that in? How was your week, Ben? <laughs> good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Alright, good talk. You're really good at this. Um What are we talking about? Pete Davidson, Star Wars. Star Wars, Pete Davidson. Those are related. Yep. All right. Yeah. Pete Davidson do you in know Star any, Wars. Do you know anything about Pete Davidson? I do not. He's a pretty cool guy. He's a comedian. He is. He's a comedian. He. I actually. I. He's one of those celebrities who, I have no idea where he started. I don't think anyone knows where he came from. He's really young. I don't even know what he's doing now. He just popped up. Well, yeah. No shit. Yeah. But I mean, I know where he's at now. But I feel like he got famous for. I think he was dating Ariana Grande. That's oh. the first time I heard about him. Yeah, I think I know who that is. But there's no way he was just like, he just started dating Ariana Grande and then he got a job on SNL. He had to be hmm. like a bit like popular before that, right? Probably. You're not, you're not asking the right guy about Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I mean, the right guy would be Pete Davidson. If you want to be here... Pete Davidson, if you're listening to this, if you're one of those five people, which he is, by the way, he does listen to this. Podcast. Pete Davidson, yeah, listens. this is actually is that why we're talking about? Yep, it's an it's an endorsement. Oh, okay. We're being paid by Pete Davidson. Go listen to whatever Pete Davidson does. Yep, I love Pete Davidson's tattoos. Just kidding. He his body is a Picasso painting. Some <laughs> people have sleeves, and not just sleeves, but like they're they're just very heavily inked, and they look really good. And Pete Davidson always looks like he was just resurrected. Does he have a lot of tattoos? Or? He does have a lot of tattoos. You really, you know, you've never seen him before. It's, I it's amazing. I mean, he's not like an A-list celebrity, but I mean, like uh-huh. he's like. You watch UFC. You watch fighting. He's not a fighter. He was he un, he was one of the three announcers at the Ben Askren fight. Oh, he's the dude that who, fighting. He's the funny guy who was roasting Jake. Paul. There's to, a lot of funny guys who wrote. No, Street. one of the like, three. Like at the pay-per-view? Yes. Like okay, I didn't watch it. He was there as like a... Like did, you hear, did you hear about what Triller said about that pay-per-view? No. They threatened everyone who pirated it. That they're given until, I don't know, I think June or something to pay the $50 for the pay-per-view or they're going to sue you for one hundred fifty grand. Like, they literally said, like, they tracked that, like, 20 million people watched it illegally. And they're giving people a, a chance, a quote-unquote chance to pay <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> oh, so all you have to do is leave a more concrete paper trail by paying them yeah. that you committed this crime. Yeah. And then and then they'll let you off scot-free. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. How about you... Uh, First of all, you don't know how many you don't know who They're lying. pirated it's, it. It's a complete buff. Well, yeah, bluff, bluff, buff. Yeah. They, 
buffed. They buffed pay-per-view. They buffed. The <laughs> um, Pete Davidson, did you watch before the fight, there is a dude with bleached hair and a big mouth. He looks like a character from Big Mouth. That's how big his mouth is. And he walked down to Ben Askren and he was like, nobody here likes Jake Paul. Nobody wants him to win. We're all rooting for you. Wasn't wasn't Frank Mir on that pay-per-view? I don't know. It was like Snoop Dogg, one other person. No, I'm talking about like fighting. I don't know who was. I'm not talking <laughs> about fighters. I'm talking about he was talking to Ben Askren before the fight. And it, it there's there's Snoop Dogg and then there's two white guys and he's the whiter of the two white guys. Hmm. Anyway, Pete Davidson's the shit. He's really he's a super cool dude. He has a movie he has a couple movies, but he has like a movie that's like a, I think he wrote it or helped write it, and it's like, uh, slightly based on his life. Like it's a, it's like a, semi-fictional autobiography type thing. It's really good. It's called The King of Staten Island. I think I know who this is. Yeah, he's the guy on The King of Staten Island. Yeah. If anyone wants a really fucking good movie to watch on like a Saturday rainy afternoon. And just like really make you want to get up and do shit. It's just a great movie. Bill Burr's in it. Okay, okay I'll run you through it. Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11. He was a firefighter in New York. Okay? Mm-hmm. This movie, um, it's, it's supposed to, like I said, it's supposed to be like semi-true about Pete Davidson's life. Um, so he's like a 24-year-old pothead who doesn't work he lives with his mom and his dad was a firefighter who died in like a hotel fire in the movie okay okay and bill burr shows up and starts dating his mom and he also happens to be a firefighter and pete davidson's character like hates him because a he's like the new stepdad and b he's mad that his mom's like dating another firefighter because he feels like it's really replacing his dad Mm -hmm. so the whole movie's like pete davidson trying to get close to this his stepdad who's like bill who's bill mm-hmm. burr as a firefighter it's so good dude it's so good it's like a it's a really good like coming of age movie but he's 24 so mm-hmm. he should have already come of age it's really good pete davidson's on snl he's i don't know how long he's been on but he's he's funny he's really i don't good. really watch snl i don't really watch it anymore either i don't think any. i think everyone agrees that like it's it's just past its prime like it's I don't know it's really dead. I've never watched it so it was really good um when you and I were like 14 15 okay it was really good then Bill Hader Fred I know that Armisen, is he's funny. yeah they were they were all cast members and um Bobby Moynihan was still on okay Keenan Thompson was on Keenan Thompson is the longest running cast member right now I think he's the longest running cast member ever I think he's been on for like 12 years or something. Um, hmm. Pretty much every... It's amazing how many people were cast members on SNL. Pretty much every funny person that you can name at one point just worked on SNL. Everyone. Yeah, I've seen a lot of comedians like guest star on SNL. No, not not just like now comedians. Think of like think of like huge names in comedy. Huge yeah. names. No, like, like I saw um, like during the election season, they did like... Jim Carrey as Joe Biden, and then Alec Baldwin yes, as Donald but, Trump. But that's not what I'm saying. Those people are famous now, and then go back and guest star on SNL. I'm talking oh, about like people who were on SNL before they got famous. Yes, I'm talking about 
the people like they all started on SNL is what I'm saying. Okay. It's amazing. Like, think of like the big who's like the biggest name in in comedy in the world. Trent Phillips. Fuck yeah, that's <laughs> the right answer. Um, no, like like Will Ferrell, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. They all mm-hmm. started on SNL. I did not know that. I know every like it like everyone did. It's crazy. And then like John Mulaney, you know who John Mulaney is? He's not funny. What? He's not funny. Are you serious? He's like. Do you really not think John Mulaney's funny? I don't know. I just don't find him funny. I don't like his older material. Kind of makes me like sad to listen to. I don't like his older material because I don't like his delivery. He like, used to talk really, really slow. If I wanted to feel like bothered, I would probably listen to one of his what? stand-ups. What? He bothers me. He's not funny. Why? I don't know. His new, his newest kid, gorgeous, won an Emmy. Really? Yeah. That sucks. What? I think you're the only person who feels that way, dude. He's not. It's one of the funny. best. It's one of the best comedy specials on Netflix. It's probably. I, don't know. I mean, that is, dude, Big Mouth show, comedy specials, stand-up specials. Okay, but he's on that show too. Oh, that I show don't. Revolting. Yeah, that's mostly Nick Kroll, who I don't like. Yeah, but John Mulaney is on that too. Yes, but it's mostly made by it's made by Nick Kroll, and most of the characters are voiced by Nick Kroll. That's like saying you don't like. Patrick Warburton because he's on Family Guy. Well, if you don't like Family Guy, blame Seth MacFarlane, not one of the actors. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure John Mulaney has like some creative presence. Yeah, right? he's best friends with Nick Kroll, but oh boy, Tom Segura is best friends with Burt Kreischer for Kreischer. And okay, I okay, but those guys are funny. Okay, but I like Tom Segura way more than Burt. Yeah, but at least they're funny. John Mulaney's funny. He's just not funny the way that like Tom Segura is. They're very different people. John Mulaney has a very, like, Seinfeld presence. Where, like, he's a very good... He's just a normal dude. He's not, like, outrageous. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like outrageous is more funny than... Well, sometimes. You have to do it really well. Yeah. Bert, Bert and Tom Segura do it really well. They yeah. do outrageous really well. But some people push it. You know? Mm-hmm. John Mulaney's funny, dude. He's just I don't, funny I don't know. I just don't find him funny. I um, I don't like his. Remember me music. and um, our friend, we um, were on Discord, and we sat through like it was like a forty-minute compilation, because we wanted to see how long it would take to laugh at John Mulaney. Like I'm not serious. I'm not kidding. This is like a real thing we did. We listened to a forty-minute compilation of his like quote-unquote funniest moments. I can see how you're like. He's and not, I did not laugh once. No, 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 no. I understand that. He didn't bring me close to like a giggle. Well, okay. I don't laugh out loud very easily. Even the funniest, funniest comedians in the world, I don't laugh out loud at oh, shit. Oh, there's some comedians that have me like bending over laughing. There's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. That guy will have me like bent over like crying. Chris D'Elia's stand-up is really hit and miss. Do you know who Chris D'Elia is? Yeah, he likes kids. No. We know. Did you not hear about that? No. Really? No. You didn't hear about that? He was no, like I, a... I, I was joking the first four times I said no, Ben. No, I haven't heard about this. He, there's like a whole thing about it. Like he's like a, a pedo. Yeah, well, everyone's a pedo now. It doesn't yeah. surprise me. Anyway, let's talk about the important things here. His comedy. Yeah, here we go. He... He was, like, caught in possession of child porn. Ooh. Real? Oh, there's, like, 
there's like hard evidence of it too because most most of what gets people yeah, called a pedophile it now says is, here is just he like was, he's 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 facing a lawsuit right now like, um including violating federal child pornography and child sexual exploitation laws including soliciting more than a hundred sexually explicit photos and videos hang on from an unidentified girl hang on huh Okay, sorry. I there was static. There still is some static. Oh well, I guess I can't fix that. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so reading more into this, apparently Chris D'Elia even like admitted. Yeah, okay, so he was like accused of all this stuff and he kind of went like silent on the internet in the world whatever and then apparently he posted some youtube video explaining that he was like a sex addict or something so okay he didn't admit to like being a pedo but he did admit that he was yeah like he was addicted to sex he talked to way more women than he should have whatever i don't know creepy guy well anyway his stand-up <laughs> i guess yeah i guess he's funny i don't know it's he's just a little, like little i don't, less I don't like now, to be I, I don't like to be that, that type of person that like will stop liking someone because they're like you know canceled or whatever but it's like i can't really laugh oh, no at... the funniest the funniest comedian of our time is in my opinion, definitely Louis C.K. He's pretty funny. He's so funny. I like him. He's ridiculously funny. His delivery is perfect. One thing I don't like about him, though, is like, so like, you know when comedians get heckled? Yeah. Like, a lot of them will try to, like, play it into their act and, like, get control of the crowd Not again by, ones. like... No, like, I remember, I, like, watch a bunch of videos of, like, comedians getting heckled and, like, yeah. different ones handle it differently. Like, some will make fun of the hecklers, some will get, like, very angry, some will just be like, you know, hey, shut up, dude, whatever. And, like, a lot of them just, you know, make fun of them or make a funny quick joke that'll shut them up. But, like, Louis C.K., from what I've seen, he just gets pissed. No. That's not, no, I've seen videos of him, like, getting really angry. Mm. Like, saying, like, he's gonna, like, leave. It can't just be from, like, normal heckling. There's no way. He's... No, it, like, I don't know if it was normal heckling, but I remember watching multiple, like, videos and compilations where he, like, gets really angry. It must be, they must be special circumstances where, like, someone has been drunk shouting for, like, an hour straight or something. Maybe, I don't know. Because he is so, he's such a dark, like. No, I know he you tells, know what I mean? but, like, it's different, like. He doesn't give a shit. He really doesn't give a shit. I don't know. That's just from what I've seen. He gets pissed at hecklers. That I mean, that really surprised me. I've seen him. I've seen every special he's made. I, like I've listened to every everything he's ever done. Well, it wasn't like specials. And not just specials. I mean, like I've listened to. I've just listened to everything he's ever done. Like it's, and it, uh. I don't know, it surprises me that he would get mad at hecklers. But he, uh, he just doesn't give a shit. He's so funny. But, Chris D'Elia, I guess I'm not a fan now, but 
he uh, he's really hit and miss. He had a, his first special, Incorrigible, on Netflix, came out in like 2014, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a he does a voice that I remember it killed me. Probably wouldn't kill me now because I've heard of it a million times. But he just does this dumb voice. He's like imitating a kid, and it's just like this stupid dumb kid voice and it's hilarious and then he has this routine where he's talking about how like like just like fans of sports in general and he's talking about how like if you have another dude's name on your back and you're while you're shouting at that dude like you're a bitch because you're (laughs) you're wearing that dude's name on your back and that's a bitch move and then he's talking about how like um see but that's the thing like okay it's funny but then who is he to call me a bitch now you know what i mean yeah. like he loses all credibility yeah he does now. lose all credibility i mean it's a fucking stage routine too there's no credibility to begin with but later in the routine he's talking about how like the nfl would be way more interesting if it was like real eagles versus real bears mm-hmm. and like that's something he would pay to watch for and he go he like there's this whole routine where he's like, like giants come or like the the Browns are just a family cooking, and then they see giants coming and the Packers like quick pack up their shit and run. It's just a funny routine, and it kills me. But then he he makes another special because that one did well and it's just not funny, like at all. You know, it's just there are some comedians who are just really hit and miss. Kevin Hart. I think he's like the most successful comedian, stand-up comedian of all time. He is super popular. But I mean like in just sheer numbers, like from a quantifiable standpoint, I think he's the most successful from stand-up ever. Other than maybe like, other than like Bob Hope. Um, but he, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think he's funnier than Louis C.K. Or even like Tom Segura. I don't know. There are a few comedians who like make me laugh like every time. Yeah, Dave I have Chappelle. To put Dave Chappelle up there. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Who's R- Ricky Gervais? Is is uh, he's just like he is the more refined version of Louis C.K. Like Louis Louis is Louis is the dumb American version of Ricky Gervais. <laughs> it's what he is. He's hilarious. But he's stupider than Ricky is, you know. Did you see the movie they're in together? Um, they're they're probably multiple. The one where um, they're in like a world where no one lies. Have you seen that movie? I forgot what it's called. Oh, like Louis C.K. is in it. Yes, and so it's is really Gervais. Good. It's called um, um, what is it called? Same Jennifer Garner is in it. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a world where like. No one can tell lies. Like it's just not biologically and possible. It, and then right? he just like figures it out somehow. And like his brain just evolves. Ricky and he Gervais becomes main, like Jesus. Yeah. He's the main character, right? Yeah. And he goes to the bank and he's like he's like, Hey, I can't get into my bank account and I need to take yeah. some money out. And, and then he's like, just I don't know, or just like, I have five hundred dollars and she gives it to him. Yeah, and he's like, Holy shit, I can't yeah. do God, I can't remember the name of that movie. I'm sure if you I mean you could probably just find it, but that is, that's a really good, you know what other movie is like that that has that like weird dark mm. comedy atmosphere um oh it's literally called the invention of lying <laughs> that's literally what the movie is called. you know what other movie has that 
has a similar kind of feel to it, but it's not related to it at all. Um, have you seen Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell? Yes. That's a great movie. That's a good one. That's a really great movie. That's kind of like the Truman Show. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It is. In my, I think it's just as good as the Truman Show. The Truman yeah. Show is iconic and amazing. And some people are listening to this who are like film, like 20-year-old film majors. And I'm 20 and not a film major, so I don't have any more credibility than they do. But there's people listening to this who are like, oh, how could you say that's better than the Truman Show? It, I mean, it's just as good. It is just as good. It's a similar premise with an, a comedy actor who is on par with Jim Carrey, written by great writers. Mm-hmm. And it's even more creative than the Truman Show is. Because he, yeah. cause the Truman Show, he just finds out he's in just being watched. He just that that's the whole that's the whole premise of the Truman Show. He finds out that he is. Well, I mean, in Stranger Than Fiction, Will Ferrell's character finds out that he's like a character. But it's not. But that's not the same as the Truman Show. Truman wasn't created, and like they're not writing a script that acts out, and not it's not the same. Because in the Truman Show, he's he thinks he's living about his life, but he's a TV show. Ascent like Brass Tacks. That's the Truman Show. Stranger than fiction. I'd say the main different thing was probably like, the Truman Show was like a production. You know what I mean? Like yeah, everyone around him was fiction, actors. Stranger than fiction was kind of his life being written. But it wasn't intentional. That's the point. She yeah. didn't know that he was real. Yeah. And for those of you who haven't seen Stranger Than Fiction. Will Ferrell plays a normal guy in the real world. It's not in a fictional world. He's in the real world. And he finds... One day he starts hearing a narrator narrate everything he does. And he realizes that there is an author who was also exists in the real world who is writing him as a fictional character. And she doesn't realize it. But he's, like, alive, living, out in the real world, like, in New York. Mm-hmm. And so she's writing the book... And every time she writes a new chapter, it's like another day of his life as he lives it. It's it's great. And, like, I think the way that it worked, like, she, like, has a theme where she, like, kills her characters or something. Yeah, so he, he finds out who she is, and she starts, he starts researching this author, and he finds out that every book she's ever written, the main character has died. So mm-hmm. he realizes that he's the main character of her next book, and he has to, like, go find this author and beg her to not kill him at the end of the book because he doesn't want to die yet it's a great movie i like it as much as the truman show it's a weird comparison but they're just similar concepts but so yeah anyway p davidson's pretty cool (laughs) yeah p davidson yeah this week was this week was star wars day ben and i were gonna get star wars tattoos because we're big star wars nerds and then our dreams were crushed. Yes, unfortunately. By unambitious tattoo artist. Well, they also, I mean, they have a schedule. Yeah, true. But then she was telling me, like, like this is just not going to work on your arm. Well, when she's, I she's right. I know she's right, but I literally saw my idea on other people's forearms. They, it, those people just got it. What she's saying is that black fades... It fades together. When you get shit too close together on your skin, eventually, the like your skin cells. Do you know? Do you know how tattooing process works? It's a total fluke that it works. It uh-huh. shouldn't. It shouldn't work. 
Okay. Right. Basically, and I'm going to really ballpark this because I don't remember the details, but basically what people think happens is um, you're just dyeing your skin. Well, no, the ink thing goes into your yes, skin. Yes, it goes, it goes into under your, your skin. skin. So I, everyone knows we shed the surface skin cells. So if it was just yeah. the surface, it wouldn't last. But everyone knows that it, it goes in a little bit. It's a needle and you bleed. It, it digs into your skin a little bit. Yeah. And, and just tattoos itself on like the layer of skin underneath the layer that sheds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it just kind of, uh, so what about like hyper realistic tattoos and stuff? Well, hang on. So the, uh, what happens is the, the ink, I think it goes like in between the skin cells and it happens to be, it just happens to be something that your white blood cells can't defend. I don't know the details. All I know is it's a total fluke. It shouldn't, it shouldn't work. And we, we, we started doing tattoos a hundred years ago, like regularly in safe ways without knowing how any of this works. And it just happened to work. And then we found out in like, you know, 1990 when science had progressed, how tattooing works and how your skin cells just happen to accept it. It's a total random thing and it just happens to work. But what happens over time is that the ink just spreads and bleeds because it's not going to stay in between the cells exactly as they are because you move and... And by you move, I mean like your cells move, like you grow and your skin changes and shit. After a few years, lines that you have right next to each other, it, it just gets blurry and fades. That's why you have to go get touch-ups every few years. Well, yeah, I'm okay with getting touch-ups. But like hyper-realistic, but you can't, you can't go get a touch-up like that because you can't erase black that's already blurred in with other black. You can't erase it. Like you can't separate it. You know what I mean? Like, if I have a black line and I put another black line right next to it, like one layer of cells next to it, they look like individual lines, but in three years, it's just going to be one black line. There's no way for me to fix that. That's what she's worried about. And as far as, like, really realistic tattoos and stuff, A, those are going to fade and not look as good in five years. And B, most of the time, it's not just black and white. It's like different colors, which yeah. helps. You know what I mean? But the I think what she's worried about is valid. I guess. I don't know. She still crushed our dreams. That was my dog groaning. That's what that sound was. Yeah, I mean, we tried to get shit last minute, and they just didn't have time for it. So, I mean, it's whatever. But we'll get them probably next week. I mean, I don't know. I would have still. I would have been okay with to wait. I don't know. I don't really want to change my idea. The problem is, you can go somewhere else and try to find an artist who will do it. But well, I'm not gonna find someone who'll just do it and then it's gonna. Yeah, like that artist might not care that it's not gonna look good. I think she's a really good artist. Who knows what's gonna look good in five years and knows what isn't and doesn't yeah, want to risk that. I know. I it's her opinion's right. That's why I didn't get the tattoo. Yeah. So I took her advice. I listened to her obviously. I don't but, think it yeah, but I don't think it's that she was unambitious. No, I was I was just exaggerating. I was just she No. 
She seems. She she's the expert. So listen to her. She knows. That was the. It's the same thing with uh, when I got this tattoo. I got it with my ex girlfriend, and she got another. She got a a different tattoo in the same spot on her Mm -hmm. forearm, and it had all these like little lines in it, like little like like detailed flowering, and the guy straight up was like, "I can't. It's gonna." If I put all these tiny little dots right next to each other, it's mm-hmm. just going to be a blob in a year. You know? It's not going to stay... Did like, you go ahead with it? Or? We They redesigned the tattoo and simplified it. Okay. And just kind of left out the more detailed shit. And it looks good. But it, it's just, it was the same thing. It was like, if I'm going to do like a flower, like a, like a sunflower. Sunflower has thousands and thousands of little seeds in the center of the flower. And the way you, like, draw a sunflower is you stencil a thousand little tiny dots. If you get that as a tattoo, it's just going to be a black blur in a few years. Because all those tiny little dots are not going to stay separate, you know? But, yeah. Ben was going to get Darth Maul. I was going to get a lightsaber. I still am going to get that lightsaber. Mine's mine's fine. It's just going to take a while because there's a lot of black... There's a lot that I want, though. I want a little Millennium Falcon. I want an R2-D2 tattoo. I saw this really cool R2-D2 idea. R2-D2 tattoo. I saw this really cool idea when I was looking them up. There's a really, really simple one with just an X-Wing and a TIE Fighter flying like near each other. Okay, well, look at this. Simple. Probably On this dude's dollar. arm. Yeah, it's have like you... X-Wings and TIE Fighters fighting by the Death Star. Yeah, that's what I'm going to get. I'm just going to get one TIE Fighter and one X-Wing. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a lot. There's ones that I've seen that... Uh, it's like the forest moon. It's negative space. Do you know what negative space is? So it's the forest moon with pine trees and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the Death Star. But it's in the shape. The whole tattoo is in the shape of R2's body. So R2's like yeah. legs... You know what I mean? It's like a negative space silhouette, and like the Death Star is like his head. It looks so cool, but it'd also be a lot of ink. That's the mm-hmm. difference between like a thirty dollar tattoo and a five hundred dollar tattoo. What do you think about this one? It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like the scene when Luke is looking. Oh at yeah, him. I see, I know what it is. I guess I don't like how it's. It just looks unfinished. I mean, I don't know. I guess you want to color it in, maybe, but I feel like they went for simplicity here. Yeah. Which is why it's not like colored in. It's kind of just like outline. Yeah. I don't know. I feel weird though about like showing tattoo artists like other tattoos. I feel like they no. don't like that. No, they they need that. Cause like it's another artist's work, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see how I can. I mean, I see your point. Like, this is a piece that another artist did, and yeah. I want you to replicate it. Yeah, like I don't think artists want to do that. Yeah, but I mean, what else? What else is there? I mean, maybe they'd want to alter it. I don't want you to alter it. I'm paying you to permanently tattoo my skin. I'm gonna well, show then they'd you. They'd probably tell you like, go to that artist. No. This is an image that I found on Pinterest of an artist in Taiwan. <laughs> I don't know. You know, this is I just like... remember reading somewhere like I don't know if it was on Reddit or something saying like tattoo artists don't want you to just like find other people's tattoos. I mean I that. I mean I guess, but 
how am I supposed to know if I like the way a tattoo will look on my arm if I don't see it on someone's arm? I don't know. Because I can show you a picture, but I want to I wanna know what that would look like on my shoulder. So I'm going to look up a picture of this tattoo on someone's shoulder. Well, when I got my tattoo, the guy, like, drew it first. Like, Well, yeah, they all draw it first. But I want to yeah, know. Yeah, and then he, like, he drew it and then, like, put it on my arm and said, like, do you like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't want to go through that process just to see if I like how it'll look on my arm. Well, that's how you do it. No. That's how he, the guy I did it with. Then. Yeah, they all do that. They all put a stencil on your arm. Yeah. And say, yeah, but you don't want to get in the chair, have him put the stencil on your arm, you know, shave your arm, clean it, put the stencil on your arm, and then I decide, oh, no, I don't like the, I don't like the way that shapes on, on a forearm. But it's just ink. I understand. They can that, just wipe it off. I understand that, but it's still, I would still rather just know for sure that I want the tattoo before we start the process. Well, yeah, but you should still be open to like altering your idea just a little bit. Yes, but the artist should also be opening to open to giving me exactly what I want in a tattoo. It's a tattoo. So if I show you like I want it exactly in the position that this dude has it on his arm because I saw this picture and then I got inspired to get this tattoo because mm-hmm. I liked the way this looked. So do it like this. If you can't if you can't do it like that, tell me. And I'll go find an artist who can do it. I think it's conceited and I don't know. I, I think it's a little arrogant for an artist to be like, oh no, I won't do it like that. I have to make it a little bit my own. Like I, it just has to, I have to make it a little bit unique. I want to do it a little bit my way. If I, if you want to, like, if you're that kind of person who says that, great. Put a little of your own flair in your art. But if I say no, like I appreciate your, your creativity you're a great artist. I'm sure you can do that shit. But for this specific tattoo that's going to be permanently on my arm, I I just want it exactly as I'm envisioning it. I want it like this. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you have that conversation with the lady at the studio and she says, no, I can't do that, then it's your responsibility to be like, all right, we'll do it your way or I'm just not going to get it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's way more important what you want than what the artist wants. Because you're just an hour of her day. Mm-hmm. This tattoo is more than an hour of your day. It's going to be on you for the rest of your life. For her, it's just an hour of her day. So it really should not be up to them. Unless it's something that like they're really worried that they're going to ruin the integrity of the tattoo. Mm-hmm. By having something that's too big. or like I just It's not realistic for me to do it. Yeah. But... I don't know. If I showed you a picture of a tattoo on someone's leg and I say, I like the way this looks on this person's thigh because it just works there. I'm going to show you the picture of the tattoo on that person's thigh and say, that's what I want on my thigh. Because half the tattoo is where you get it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too knowledgeable on that stuff yet. I mean, I'm not too knowledgeable on it either. I just think from an artist's standpoint... Yeah, I mean, that's why you talk through it with them, you know? Yeah. And they should talk through it with you. But if they're... they're still artists at the end of the day. It's not like... I don't know. Yeah, but... You I'm... don't just go there and say, like, I want this, do this, and then just sit there. Um, yeah, no, like, we'll have a conversation about it. But yeah. if you're not willing to do it 
If you're not willing to do I do what I want just because I'm showing you a picture of a tattoo that's done by another artist, oh, you're just being arrogant. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess. If you're like, no, someone else did this, I want to make it a little bit my own just for the sake of making it my own, even though I don't want that. I just want this tattoo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The person who did this tattoo lives in San Diego, and I'm not driving to San Diego to have him replicate it. I just want this tattoo, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're not tattoo artists. We don't really know how they feel about it. No, but I'm I also... I'm just saying something I read. It could have been bullshit. It could have been whatever. I'm sure they do feel like that sometimes. But my point is, not to sound like an asshole, but it doesn't really matter if you feel like that or not. Yeah, probably doesn't. Like, it, like you're... If your feelings are you don't want to do that tattoo, then don't do the tattoo. That's it. Yeah. That's fine. You're, it's your business, and you have the right to say, no, I don't want to do that tattoo. I'm not comfortable with it. But, like, if your reasoning for that is just because it has to be an original creation of mine, I don't want to just recreate someone's tattoo, well, then that's, that's just dumb. That's what you do. Not every tattoo you do is the is the first one of its kind. Think tattoo artist said no to Pete Davidson? No. He looks like no one's ever said no to tattooing. Exactly. And he looks like he's never said no to a tattoo. Exactly. It's so he's so spotty. It's so weird. He's got so many tattoos that are just so mm-hmm. random and there's too much space between the tattoos. It's really really weird. He's got, like, tattoos on his hands, but not on his back. What if, what if, what if she just said no because she thought we were going to regret having Star Wars tattoos? <laughs> they, I don't think that's it. No, she's probably just trying to save us from herself. They're tattoo artists. What do you mean it's Star Wars? I didn't get it. I didn't say tattoo a penis on me. I don't know. It's a fucking... It's... I mean, I wanted a horned alien on my arm. <laughs> She, they had Star Wars tattoos. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I've seen some, I've seen some stupid fucking tattoos. Oh yes. Yeah, and art, the the shit that artists will do, like if you misspell a tattoo, like a misspell a word, the artist will just be like, that's not how that word is spelled, but then still tattoo it exactly as you brought it in instead of saying, hey, I think you spelled this wrong, they'll just do it exactly as you brought it in. Yeah. I saw, when I was looking for ideas, I saw one of the worst things ever. This person tattooed, like, down their whole thigh. Like, it was a picture of a Stormtrooper helmet. And then on top of it, it said, feeling super. And on the bottom, it said, Stormtrooper. And I was like, why would you put that on your what? Leg? Yeah. I don't get it. It's feeling so... super, Stormtrooper. It rhymes. That's so like, dumb. And I saw it when I was on vacation in Germany, this girl, she had, okay, so you know those, like, really high, like, sneakers that people wear, usually girls, that, like, literally go all the way up your calf. You know, talking about, like, Converse style, like, the laces, like, I think that, I think, uh, like, the laces go behind your leg. Yes, I, I think they're called boots. No, they're not boots, they're sneakers. They, yeah, they're, they're... They're still in the sneaker style, like Converse sneaker style. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. But they're not... They don't look like boots. If they go up your calf, they look like boots. But no, they still, like, are sneakers. I know what you're talking about, but it's like... 
They're just very, just very, very high top sneakers. Okay, sneaker boot. This girl had that like look, the like laces look, tattooed all the way up her legs. Why do people do that? Like up her calf and up her like leg. Her entire like foot to her like butt was like knots, like laces. I saw someone who had a zipper, a closed zipper all the way up their spine. And it'd be cool if it was like an open zipper uh-huh. and then there was something there. If like you had, you got a zipper. Ugh, I like can an... never get my spine tattooed. You know how bad that would hurt? Oh yeah. I, oh. I'm getting a foot tattoo. That's the worst place. That's going to suck. Everyone says that the foot is the, the worst place to get it. Like the most painful, I'm getting one. But anyway, um, the uh, sure about most painful, huh? Are you sure that's the most painful spot? That's what I've heard. From you got like a tattoo in like your balls. I mean, <laughs> most painful of the places people get tattoos. <laughs> My asshole probably wouldn't like a tattoo either, but I just you know, um, but this chick had a it was a zipper all the way up her spine, but it was closed. So it's just it's just a tattoo of a zipper. What is the reason? What's the sim? What what is the symbolism of that? Like, what the fuck is the point? If it's open, know. if it's like an open zipper, and then you have like the rib cage of like a skeleton where your ribs are, like you know what I mean? That'd be cool. At least you're doing something. I wouldn't get that shit. That's a lot and dumb. But I mean, at least it's something. But like, why? Why are you just getting that? That's like that is the equivalent of getting tattoos on your face. Yeah, I would never get. I would never want to get a tattoo that they can't like cover up with clothes. Yeah, I think that's absolutely getting tattoos on your hand, like on your on your. Like if I can't cover up my tattoos to like put on a suit and go to a business meeting, I'm probably not gonna get that tattoo. Yeah, getting tattoos on your hands, getting tattoos on your your like face, neck, anywhere above. The, not that I would, but anywhere above, like, the, I, I could stand, like, the first inch of your neck, mm-hmm. but above that. Which I, st- you know I, I still mean? think is kind of stupid, though, that, like, because, like, the reason I would cover it up is obviously because, like, not because you're in ashamed a formal, in a formal sense, people view tattoos as, like, not formal, I guess. Right. Which is stupid because they're so expensive. So you think, like... Being full of tattoos is kind of like showing off, you know. It's a huge flex. Yeah, like imagine like you see some dude and he has like this huge sleeve that's just a hyper-realistic tattoo of like a fucking lightning bolt. My first thought is that dude's really successful. My first thought is that is a fucking rich dude because that tattoo took like 20 hours and probably cost thousands of dollars. Oh, no, that that tat was 100 hours. Oh, yeah, multiple days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Multiple weeks. And That's a lot. Thousands of, of dollars. Yep, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, but most people's first impression is like, "What a fucking asshole." Yeah, that's the and thing. it depends on if they're in shape or not. This that's is how nuts. shitty. This is how shitty Americans are, and this is true. Okay, you see a dude with a sleeve, and if he's zero percent body fat and in really good shape if he looks like a model mm-hmm. it's a it's like it's cool and it's classy oh yeah sure like dude, no one cares like wwe wrestlers or like ufc no, 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 no. fighters not just yeah yeah okay conor mcgregor conor mcgregor zero percent body fat he's cut he's lean yeah. that dude in a in a white hanes t-shirt ripped jeans clean shave or not clean shave but like a nice clean trimmed beard and then covered in tattoos 
you're just like, yeah, it's fucking Conor McGregor. What a badass. Yeah. But then if you get a dude who's just like kind of chubby and works as an accountant and mm-hmm. he's a really cool dude, but he's not cut and then he's got a sleeve tattoos, you're just like, what a fucking. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have his priorities straight. Unfair beauty you know standards. I mean? It's just like, it is. It is. It's the same. I mean, it's the same with women. Could you talk about like how hot tattoos are for a minute? I did not realize it. No, I think they're awesome. I didn't realize it until like very recently. But I was like, tattoos are actually kind of attractive. They're really cool. Not just cool, but I mean like, yeah, like a girl who has tattoos is like that's attractive. Yeah. Depends. I mean, again, don't get tattoos on your face. Or it depends on what the tattoo is. Yes. Yeah, so don't get trashy tattoos. Yeah. But I saw. <laughs> There's this one adult actress with a tattoo on her hand i saw this on do you know um where did i see it from maybe twitter i don't know i think i saw it on twitter on her hand i don't know if it's the back of her hand or her palm it's literally just a picture of a little girl it's like imagine that imagine like you're watching This actress, and then you just see on her fucking hand. Is like, <laughs> was it like, like real? Is it like realistic? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a portrait. It's like a portrait, like tattoo, just like this, oh, like a little girl. What if it's? It's probably her daughter. But it, what that's if what I'm it, saying. It's what probably if it like was, something like that? But what if it was like her? What if she got a tattoo oh, of like her, like God. her as a child? No, she's like crazy. She has like tattoos. Like, I think oh, the only parts so of her funny. bodies that aren't tattoo are like her, like the front of her face. Like, she's got those, like, tattoos, like, that, like, it looks like sideburns when oh, it's that's tattoos. Not, like, she's got tattoos everywhere. I can do, it depends, but there's, there's a, there's a model who is, like, famous for being, like, she's a model, mm-hmm. but she's really inked. Yeah. And she has tattoos from her ankles to her jaw. But mm-hmm. it's done all in a way... Like, her whole body looks like a sleeve, but it's all done really well. And you can still see her skin. It took so long. Yeah. But you can still see her skin. It's not just straight ink. Mm -hmm. You can still see skin. You know what I mean? And it looks... It just looks good. And I know there's people, like, who... (laughs) There's people who I know who are, like, 20 years older than me who frown on tattoos who who might listen to this and be like, Trent, no, that's bad. Yeah, well, sorry. Yo, what's it, wrong with I it? think it looks good. What's wrong with that? I, I mean, know. I know what they would say is wrong with it. There's a few like there's a few things that are frowned upon. Like there there's reasons that they frown upon on it, but I mean like I understand your reasoning for frowning upon it. I just I mean I can't control that I like the way it looks. But also can I just say the the exception to hand tattoos, if you get a ring tattooed, like a wedding ring tattooed just wear a ring but sometimes you can't wear a ring yeah i can't wear jewelry at my job so what so i work with a couple who've who been married. tattooed rings on their finger yes they both work on my shift they work together and you're not allowed to wear rings or anything that's interesting so you know for 50 hours a week they can't wear their wedding rings and they work together so they got their tattoo they got the I don't. I don't think that's the reason they did it. I think he just doesn't like wearing a ring. Mm-hmm. And also, maybe you just don't like wearing a ring. Maybe you got really fat fucking fingers and you can't wear a ring. Maybe you. I don't know. Maybe There's you're some, like bald dudes get like those hair tattoos. 
Yes. Those are. So <laughs> but maybe bad. you're a, maybe you're a fighter. Maybe you're a UFC fighter and you oh, can't. Some wear UFC them. fighters have crazy tattoos. You're missing the point. Maybe you can't wear a ring at your job. Like if you're a boxer or if you work if you work in manufacturing, which is half of America, you can't wear a ring on the floor. You can't wear a ring in, in manufacturing. If you work with any machinery, you can't wear a ring. Yeah, but I would just go without it. Some people don't want to. Some people want to wear I want to. When if if I when Corinne and I if Corinne and I get married, I will probably get a ring tattooed because I can't wear a ring at my job. And I want to I want the What's the whole point of the ring? What's the only reason for a wedding ring? It serves no purpose other than one purpose. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? I don't, to hold when you say, will you marry me? When you propose. No, that's the engagement ring, not the wedding ring. Engagement. Isn't that the same one? No. I just had this conversation with Corinne. How do people not know this? They're two different rings. You have to buy two rings. Yeah, it's a sham. Men's, yeah, the, the life of a man is terrible. Yeah, about to, if you're a woman and you're listening to this. But he's like a fucking ring pop. As we spend so much money, it's crazy. Ring. Yeah, no, you buy an engagement. I just had this conversation with Corinne, and she's a buy, girl. You have to buy two rings. Yep, you buy an engagement ring with a big-ass diamond on it to symbolize one year of your life, and then you buy wedding bands. That's what a, a wedding band is, the wedding ring, and you get a set for a man and a woman. Oh, and, and those that's, are, like, cheaper? Or? That's what, I mean, they're expensive, but they're cheaper in general because the engagement ring is the one with the big gem. Okay, that's what I thought was the wedding ring. No, that's the engagement ring, okay? Holy so shit. the engagement ring traditionally is the one with the the gem in it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then at the wedding, you don't get you don't put your wedding rings on until the wedding, till the ceremony. So at the wedding ceremony, there's a ring bearer who walks up with the rings and then and he then brings you, like the engagement ring and the other rings or she already has her engagement ring. So she just wears ring. the engagement ring the whole time. Yeah, you wear the engagement ring from when you get proposed to, and he okay. puts the ring on your finger, okay. to when you get married. I can't believe I never knew how that worked. Okay, then. I just never knew. You that propose way. to the girl, and you give her an engagement ring, and she puts mm-hmm. it on. So if you see someone, if you see a woman with one one ring that has a jewel on it, and they're engaged. They're probably not married yet, because normally, engaged. yeah, normally after they get married, women wear both rings forever. Okay. Okay. My mom always had both rings. A lot of people get them connected. You can go mm-hmm. to a jeweler and like have them, uh, like connected, kind of. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, yeah. Some people do that, but yeah, you wear the engagement ring, and then at the at the wedding, it's part of the ceremony that you put the ring on each other's fingers. Mm-hmm. And then you're married, and then women will wear both of the rings, and the man will wear his wedding ring. And usually, the man's wedding ring and the woman's wedding ring will be part of like a matching set. Usually, you buy them together. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. I'm not married. I've never gone through the process, but that's the way I've always gathered that it's done. I'm surprised that people don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I sound stupid right now, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Anyway, um. What was I talking about? Oh, ring. The whole point of the wedding ring is just to say, hey, I'm married. Yeah. Just to symbolize that I'm married. That's it. That's all it is. It's just I'm married. I have a wife. I am a husband. So if I can't wear my ring, I still want that. Why don't you just like tattoo husband on your forehead? (laughs) 
It's like that's, the word. That because like the word that's what because that's what the ring is. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, but then I don't have to look at your hand. I could just look at your face and be like, "Oh shit, all right." It's not for you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, th- so that's an exception. I think that's not trashy. And then if you get something like on the uh, something little on the inside of your finger, mm-hmm. that's different than getting like on your knuckles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's way different. On the back of your hand and on your knuckles, that's just an area that I'm like, why would you fuck with that? Unless you have a sleeve that goes all the way down to your knuckles, which is a different thing. But I mean, like, on your knuckles here. Like, in between your two knuckles. On your you finger. know who CM Punk is? No. He's a wrestler. And on his How knuckles, did I know? Like, throughout his knuckles, like, he puts them together. He just puts his left and right hand, like, together, like, showing his knuckles forward. And on each finger... Each letter spells out drug free because he's like straight edge. Like he doesn't drink or do drugs oh, or anything. Man. Did you know, uh, you know, Eminem doesn't drink or do drugs? He's a sober. Yeah, there's a lot of people artist. like that. I know there's a lot of, like, pretty much all the huge mainstream rappers that are super, super successful. And I don't mean like 21 Savage. I mean, like, they've been successful for 20 years. You know, a lot of people are like, they're that. all like super sober. Not just sober from drugs, but I mean, like, Kendrick Lamar doesn't drink. I believe it. He wrote Swimming Pools by Kendrick Lamar. That's what I say, like, what? And he doesn't He doesn't drink. He takes dives in pools of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> Only in the song he does. <laughs> or maybe when he wrote it, he did. But, he's yeah, he's sober. He's on the list of, like, super, like, really yeah. clean, sober. And then there's some who are, like, the opposite of sober, like Lil Wayne. Yeah. Um, I don't but think he knows what sober feels like. Did you notice, did you ever notice those people are the ones who have had a legacy for 20 or 30 years because they didn't die at 24 from drug overdoses? I mean, Lil Wayne is still pretty popular. Yeah, I'm talking about like Eminem, Kendrick. Yeah. I mean, Lil Wayne just survived his overdoses, so. At least he, he didn't overdose on, like, drugs, drugs. He overdosed on, like, lean. Yeah, he's an American so hero. That's not my point. <laughs> my point is, like, <laughs> like Mac Miller, if Mac Miller lived to be 50. Didn't he, like, he would do go it on down purpose, and... though? Like, he committed suicide by overdosing, or? Uh, I don't I know. Really... I just remember he was, like, really depressed when he I died. I really doubt it. I think you're thinking of Juice World. No, th- no, Juice World did it because he didn't want to get caught with drugs. Yeah, Juice World was also super depressed, though. Yeah, but Juice World was like, he was in an airport or no, something. No, I know Juice World didn't kill himself. Juice World t- was just <laughs> took, all his, took all his drugs because he didn't want TSA to find him. Yes, but Juice World also, all of his songs were like, hey, I'm going to die by 21. And then he did. Um, Mac well, was super, Mac was like super chill, super, Mac loved his life. I thought he was like depressed. I mean, he was he dating Ariana Grande. He was depressed and on and off. He did date Ariana and Grande. And then they broke up. And... Yes, but that's I. Yeah, a women. Women. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She's a girl. She's not. Yeah, a woman. stupid girl. She's still twelve. She's been twelve for like ten years. Yeah. Oh. No, Mac, Mac a... definitely, like, he's got some sad music. Oh, my God, the PS5 just restocked at Walmart 30 seconds ago. And it's so hard to get those. I have 
two two hundred dollar Target gift cards. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for them to restock at Target again, and I'm just gonna get a PS Five for free. Yeah, because I have four hundred dollars in gift cards. I just gotta be fast. But um, there's no way you'd get it in time because once you have to punch in your gift card numbers and shit. What? Don't you have to punch in all the information in? The, no, I, you just have an account and add them early to your account. So you can just click on them as a payment method. Okay, so then it just shows up like in your wallet you have this much money. Yeah, you just go to your pay. If you have a... Okay. This works at... This is pretty much any store. Anywhere. Uh, okay, so if you... use online gift cards. Never... It's not just an online gift card. It's, just, it's a gift card. Yeah. So there's a number on the gift card... Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm you know talking what I mean? about. Like, wouldn't you need to enter that in when you purchase? No, it's, it's just like your credit card. You yeah. put in, you open in, a, you make a target account, a profile, so it saves all your information. This is what you have to do. If you want to get a PS5, if you're listening right now and you want a PS5, and you're trying to buy shit online, Pray. this is what you absolutely have to do. You need to make an account at Best Buy or Sony or uh, wherever you're trying to buy it. Make an account. Put in your shipping information, your payment information, and have that shit saved on to your, your wish list. Yeah, I had that when Not I on, bought my Xbox. Yeah, have it all saved so that when you go to buy shit, you can click checkout and it has everything. You have your payment method already selected and you can just click checkout. That, if you don't do that, it shit will sell out by the time you check out because your shit is not guaranteed to you until you pay for it. Not when you add it to the cart. When you add stuff to your cart, it's just like adding stuff to your cart in a grocery store. You don't own it yet. You have no rights to it till you pay for it. So you don't want to have to waste time doing all that stuff. So no, I open, I have a Target account, and my gift cards are already on there, selected as my primary payment method, okay? So when I go to buy a PS5, and I go to my cart, it'll automatically pick my gift cards as my primary and by the way, most places, even if it's not your primary uh, payment method, it should just try to take your gift card balance first. But anyway. I don't know. I mean, there's really no use to even have an X-Gen right now. So. Well, for me... Don't even worry. I, well, I want to because I don't have a PS4, and there's PS4 games that I really want to I understand, play. like, wanting one, but, like, it's probably... Better to just find some dude selling some cheap PS4. There aren't any cheap PS4s. If you want a PS4, no one's just selling a used PS4. Dude, I'm telling you, like, go try to buy a PS4. You're still spending three hundred dollars. I might as well spend four hundred on a PS5. PS5s are five hundred dollars. Not the digital edition. Oh, okay. Oh. And they just when the when the PS5 first came out, there was no way to have an external hard drive. Which is why nobody bought the digital edition to begin with. Because mm-hmm. it's it's not even a full terabyte. Well, they were still so, sold out, though. Well, yeah. But that's because people bought them because the disc ones were sold out. Everyone wanted the disc one. Everyone yeah. still wants the disc one. and Because the digital one's not even a full terabyte. It's like 800 gigs, which sucks. Yeah, and I was lucky to get the like disc version of the Xbox. Yeah. They're both disc versions. There's just one that's smaller. No, the smaller one isn't a disc version. It's not? No, it's mm-hmm. digital only. That one's and only it, like three hundred. It's it, it's four hundred dollars and it's no, it's a three hundred, dude. Is it the S? Yeah, it's super cheap. It's two ninety nine. Oh, I did not know it was that cheap, but yeah, no, it's um smaller. It doesn't have a disc cartridge and um all the specs are a little worse, right? It's um yeah, it's a little worse. You might as well in buy terms it. Of performance and only has five hundred twelve. 
gigabytes. It's like the same as buying an Xbox One. No, it's definitely noticeably better than like the Xbox One in terms of performance. Corinne really wants an Xbox, but I have an Xbox One. I've been an Xbox person my entire life, but I, my favorite game franchise of all time by far is God of War. Oh, I've really? played them all on. I played them all on PS2, um, and then the new one, 2018, is the only one that most people know. So most yeah. people play that one and they're like, "Oh yeah, I love Kratos," and you're like. The Kratos in God of War 2018 is soft. He has a kid, and he's like sworn against. He's like sworn off violence. Go play God of War 3 on PS2 from like 2013. That dude just murders titans mm-hmm. for no reason. By the way, Gaia is helping Kratos climb Olympus to kill the gods, and then he gets fed up with Gaia and murders her. Yeah, because Kratos is a fucking badass. Anyway, I've played them all except for the 2018 one because it was on PS4, and I don't have a PS4. That's That right there is enough reason for me to buy a PS5 because I have no PlayStation yeah. access right now. You know, But for someone who has a PS4, no, there's no reason for you to buy a PS5 yeah, right now. If you Just already have shit. current gen, like literally having that, like I have the Series X yeah. and... I, all I have is just a way faster Xbox One. Because, but it is way faster. My Xbox oh, yeah. One takes and so like, long to turn on. One thing that's nice is um, if you have like a 4K TV, Oh yeah. running games that can go 4K is so awesome. And by the way, PS4 games like God of War, God of War got an update where it plays on ps5 way better than ps4 yeah, no, um, they got the jedi with... jedi fallen order yeah got optimized for next gen for 4k and it is so nice yeah got... just like it's very audibly not audibly visually pleasing yeah um on xbox one it's terrible visually fallen fallen order on, on yeah. xbox one i think is terrible visually i mean it, it wasn't super impressive but it wasn't bad uh it does it does not look like it was made in 2020 yeah, I don't know. I had a day one or twenty nineteen Xbox One, so games don't really run that well for me. Mine's not day one, but it's old. It's like four years old, three or four years old. You also had the you like the yeah, I have the S, the slim version. Yeah, I think that but was it's a not. It's the cheaper. specs. The specs are the same, really. Are they? Yeah, it's just this. They just after a few years, they figured out how to make it smaller. Oh, huh. I'm pretty sure it's the same specs. I don't know. I don't really know Xbox the specs. I, I just remember when I got Series X, it was a little better than the Because they I'm pretty sure they stopped S. I'm pretty sure they stopped making like the original version of the one after the first like two years. Because it was just big and they were just like, Oh, we can just make it smaller. I don't know. Because I know the ones. Xbox One X came out. That's like the PS4 like, Pro. Yeah. yeah. It was like an improved version of the Xbox yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little smaller. The PS4 Pro is really good. A lot of streamers use PS4 Pro. Yeah, I have one. A Pro? They're really good. Yeah. I got it to play Ghost of Tsushima. God, I want that to see the that's Last a, of Us games. See the PlayStation just has better exclusive games in my opinion. Yeah. That's why I want it. As like I love Xbox, but yeah, I, I literally I only the user play interface on it. The user interface I think is better on Xbox. Like a lot better. Yeah, I hate them fucking like menus and shit on on PlayStation. PlayStation. I ha- all annoying. of them. All of them. They've always been terrible. The, yeah. the UI has always been terrible on PlayStation. Xbox is much more accessible, in my opinion. Yeah. Plus, I love Game Pass. Oh yeah, Game yeah, Pass yeah, yeah. is so good. It's the, it's the 
I there's nothing better. It is the Netflix of gaming. It is awesome. There's just nothing you can compare it to. Although Netflix has competition. Like Game Pass is just the coolest. Game Pass is what Netflix was in like 2014. I'm I'm pretty sure Sony's going to think of something. It does now. They have it now. They, oh, have, they do have like yeah, their own they, Game Pass type yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's it's like it just came out like last year. Oh, okay. It took them 5 years to catch up. But yeah, I, Xbox is better in a lot of ways. PS4 has a lot of strength or PlayStation has a lot of strengths. I, like, I don't know. I, I don't I hate people who like compare the two. They're just so good. They're, they're both, both they're both consoles. If they both weren't amazing, they wouldn't be up there, yeah. Just equal rivals. It's like Coke and Pepsi. I don't like Pepsi. I like Coke. But if, if a lot cares? of Yeah, but if a lot of fucking people didn't like Pepsi, Pepsi wouldn't be Coke's competition. They are. You know? And it's like I mean, when you when you have things that are like so close and like so like you know just up there together but they're so similar it's like i don't see why people like feel the need to like compare the two and like one has to be better than the other because for me coke and pepsi they're both cola same shit to me like how like rc cola and whatever other cola brands there are i will not find a difference with that and pepsi and coca-cola to me it's all just cola if i want if I want it, I'll drink whatever. And the same with, like, consoles. Like, I play Xbox for the sole reason that my friends are on Xbox. That's yep. it. And now that now if, that's if not even a defining factor anymore. Honestly, like, if years ago, before I bought all the games I have now, it didn't matter, I wouldn't care which console I had. I would have whatever console was on the shelf. And that's kind of how I got the Xbox One. Because I had PS3. But PS4s, PS4s were like impossible to find at the time. Yep. And it was next gen anyways. And like this was back when like next gen was actually next gen. Like you couldn't play old games on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like now with both consoles, next it's completely like backwards. We, yeah. Our it's literally like my Series X is literally just like having an Xbox One. I can do everything I was able to do on my Xbox One on the series x yeah it's... and i remember like before like i mean even with the xbox we had to wait like years for backwards compatibility mm-hmm. so like it was a whole new backwards compatibility slate. yeah and cross platform cross platform is massive i just hate how like it's not with every game it's not but it's with most games now i just wish sony and microsoft would like come together well they won't and... I know they won't, but I wish because it's like as fun as it is to play like COD with other consoles and stuff. And like I remember Fortnite like was the first game that yeah. I remember doing it. Like I just kind of wish you could just like sit in a party with your PlayStation friends yeah, and play whatever. What... Well, I mean, you can't. What do you mean? Get on my Xbox and then sit in a party with PlayStation players. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I mean, like... I know you can go on Discord on your computer, but, like... Yeah. I know PS4 just got Discord. PlayStation just got Discord. I thought Xbox was getting Discord. Nope. It was supposed to be Xbox. Yeah, but then I guess something happened, now PlayStation got it. Well... Like, they officially announced it already. Xbox will probably get it, too, eventually. Hopefully. You know? 
But I mean, as far as um, the difference between Xbox and PlayStation, I mean, you can if you think that one is just concretely better than the other in every way, you're an idiot. You're just an idiot. There's no reason to. Let's do let's do just the latest two generations. The 2013 generation and the 2020 generation, okay? Mm-hmm. The PS4 versus the Xbox One. They're they're both great. The X the PS4 is probably a better system. Okay? But the Xbox had better interface, better accessories, better service. It had Xbox Game Pass, which is a, a reason in itself to go Xbox versus PlayStation. Xbox Game Pass is the best thing that has ever happened to gaming, period. Okay? Um, the Xbox had the Xbox Elite controllers. This fucking thing... I play on PC, and I still use the yeah, first the generation... PlayStation controllers suck. I still use the first generation Xbox Elite Series 1 controller, and I play on PC now. And it's incredible. The Everything is such high quality... It's magnetic when metal. When PC players use controllers, they use Xbox controllers. Yeah, I know. The I remember those PS4 controllers are so bad. Well, not like I didn't like, like them. People use like scuff PS4 controllers, but not like straight PS4 controllers. But everyone I've seen just uses Xbox. Yeah, and the Xbox Series Two is really good too. I think the quality of the one is better, but the two has more options. The two is Bluetooth; it doesn't have to be connected with a cord, but. The triggers, I mean, they have trigger locks. Everything is sensitive. Everything is really nice quality. The the, the uh, analog sticks are metal and magnetic and interchangeable. The paddles on the back are magnetic and metal and interchangeable. Everything is mappable. Everything is great with these controllers. PlayStation has some stuff like that now, but the Elite Series controllers for Xbox are the best controllers in the world. They're the, the Series 2. Look up like IGN's list of the best gaming controllers in the world, the Series 2 is number one by a mile. It's so good. Okay? Now, the PlayStation has better exclusive games. I hate exclusive games, though. I also I hate, I hate the concept game. of it. I hate the concept of it, too, but like if you work in gaming development at Sony and you develop a game and you work for Sony... Sony has the rights to that game, which just makes sense. You're a game developer who works at Sony. I hope it changes, because there's a Sony game on Xbox now. There is. MLB. Not just that. I just beat Horizon Zero Dawn, which, by the way, little Horizon Zero Dawn plug. Well, if I'm you saying like... a game made by, like, Sony Studios. Oh, yeah. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking no, about... No, there, there are a lot of games now on Xbox that, like, used to be exclusive on PlayStation. So... I'm saying, like... MLB is actually made by Sony Studios. Like when you load up MLB, like Sony's logo. Yeah, I know. But um, Horizon Zero Dawn, if you like Tomb Raider, like the newer Tomb Raider games, mm-hmm. like the last like six years, um, Horizon Zero Dawn is a lot like Tomb Raider. It has that feel to it. It's very similar. But better combat, better crafting system, better storyline, bigger open world. It's fantastic Mm. it's a really great game that game was a ps4 exclusive and i have it on my pc through uh it's on steam and i think it's i think you can get it maybe through xbox game pass probably not but yeah i have it on steam and it was a ps4 exclusive i think the yakuza games used to be 
PlayStation yep. exclusive. Yep. Now they're all on Game Pass. Yep. That's right. Um, I wish it would happen with God of War. If it happened with God of War, I would not buy a PS5. It but, would be cool. But, dude, I mean... I, and, like, the thing is, like... Xbox has Halo and Gears of War, which are really your only two arguments for Xbox games. If you think about the exclusive games, Sony Studios still publishes the games, right? Yeah. So, when a publisher publishes a game and sells it, the publisher still makes money from the sale of the game. And when you look at the consoles, both companies... I don't know if you knew, they don't make money off selling the consoles. They make money off selling stuff within the console. I think actually Microsoft and Sony make a loss on their consoles. Sony does make a loss on their But PS5. they make it back in selling their online memberships and their games and everything yeah. that comes with that. Sony's... So like I'm saying, like Sony, yeah, I understand you want your exclusives to like make your console more appealing, but the thing is like if you made your games more available more people will buy them. Mm-hmm. And even if people don't get a PS5 because they can get your game on Xbox, they're still buying your game on Xbox. So you're still making money. Yeah. Sony made it really clear, and you can say, oh yeah, of course they would say that. They were lying, but whatever. Um, Sony was trying really hard, really, really hard. They said multiple times that the PS5 we really do not want to make it more than like four hundred dollars because the ps4 was four hundred dollars it was supposed to be six hundred and they they tried they were like we really don't want to make it six hundred dollars that is the bare minimum that they can make and if they if they charged if if it wasn't the bare minimum they would be able to produce enough where i could just get a ps5 right now but it's so hard to produce them because they're so complicated and they're not making that much money on it. All the money that Sony is making is off of your, like you said, the membership, your your PlayStation Now membership, shit like that. Your PlayStation game sales. Nobody, they're not making money on PS5 sales. Yeah. They're just not. They could Plus, charge, they, they can't even like find materials for them. They, yeah. That's what Microsoft said with their Series X is like, they literally just, they just can't produce Can't them. find the materials to produce them. Yep. It's just, it's a really. To like keep up with demand. People don't, crazy. yeah. People don't appreciate how complex the PS5 is. I mean, it's you just, know, it's just, that goes kind of for like all production right now though. Like I work at a dealership and. They're getting very backed up with getting cars like from the factory. Yeah. And the and the lot is like emptying out. Is that because of COVID? Do you think? Yeah. COVID has impacted like all production. Well, I know it's impacted production, but are you saying are you saying Xbox can't find materials because of COVID or just yeah, because they it's... can't they can't get materials from like suppliers? Yeah, that's I think that's all a lie at this point. The uh... well, yeah, I know there's some people like like um lumber. Yeah, lumber you know is that, such a that huge shame. The price of lumber is being controlled by lumber yes. producers right yes. now. They have. So if you're trying they to have buy... it, but they're holding it, and they're withholding supply and slowly handing it out to make it seem like there's a shortage in yep. lumber, but there's not. Yep, and this isn't just a conspiracy that we made up, by the way. There are lumber... It's true. People have proven it. There are lumber... Dri- there are drivers, uh, long-haul trucking drivers whose job it is to drive logs from logging companies to the lumber yards mm-hmm. okay and there have been multiple look it up watch some videos 
of a dude sitting in his truck full of logs and he's he said like i go from you know loggers to lumber yards it's my job they, they have, have lumber yeah. oh yeah they have lumber and it sucks because like people who are like building houses and share like yep. getting completely my, fucked over my uh my friend matt who i was i was trying to help him um redo his deck last year and we barely got our hands on just enough lumber to do the rails on his deck a couple like two by sixes that was it we couldn't get any any deck boards okay and i'm sure the ones he bought were more than he thought they were going to be and now it's the same now we can't we can't like finish his deck this summer there's there's no way to do it and they have it's lumber it's trees we're not short on trees it's just the suppliers are withholding it, so there's nothing. Yeah. And also, speaking of that, environmentalists who are like, every time there's a video of people like cutting down trees on TikTok, there's always people in the comments like, uh, blah, blah, blah. like, first of all, most of the time, at this point in 2021, most of the trees being cut down and used as paper were planted for that purpose by the logging companies. Do, oh, people, yeah. not, do people not realize that? That logging companies in the last like 80 years, and I know trees don't grow much in 80 years. That's one generation of trees. But they're, they're tre- there are tree farms where they grow trees in a place intentionally oh, yeah. for this purpose so that we don't have to you know plow through the Amazon. Yeah, like I'm not paper. saying like deforesting is good for the environment but you'd have to be kind of like delusional to think they're not planting trees yeah do you, th- after do you think we're them. just going through wild? i mean even from a business sense like it, it wouldn't make sense to not replant them yeah you're creating your own supply yeah like why, why would you just why would you just cut them down and just be like oh well i'll sell what i have you think it's cheaper you think it's cheaper to buy property contracts to buy no buy it's much chunks. cheaper to buy property and just replant trees on that property. Yeah, it is not cheaper to buy chunks of wild forest land with the intent and going through legal processes and having to fight PETA to get this big chunk of a of a rainforest just so you can cut it down. It is not easier to do that than to say I'm gonna buy this plot of land, cut these trees down, and then I'm just gonna re keep replanting on this same plot of land yeah you know what i mean if oil companies could just keep refilling the same private reservoir of oil and keep selling it that's what they would do because it's way easier than having to go over and fight for it Mm -hmm. you know you're delusional if you think that all of our trees are coming from the amazon and by the way there's only so much we're allowed to do did you know that like 80 percent of the world's oxygen is from the amazon rainforest yeah yeah. That's that's most it's of our rainforest. Yeah. It's most of the green in the world. And not just the Amazon, but I mean like jungles and rainforests in general. We're not just plowing through that for paper. Mm-hmm. We have an abundance of trees that we can use for lumber and paper. And they're recycled. And logging companies have... There's plenty of it, dude. COVID didn't kill trees. I understand it put people out of work and maybe people who worked at the uh, lumber yards and worked as loggers and stuff were probably out of work. And so that limits the amount of of, like readily available Mm -hmm. wood because they couldn't physically cut the tree down and cut it into usable wood. 
So I understand that, like the mills physically weren't operating. But at this point, you know, a year after the shutdown, there's lumber available. I can get paper. There's no shortage of paper, which means there's no shortage of deck boards. That's my logic. Maybe I'm wrong, but we're not popular enough for enough people to care and argue with me, so <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just ridiculous, like, what lumber suppliers are doing. Because imagine if, like, food suppliers did that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like mean... They just, like, withheld food supply and yeah. just, like, lied to kind of control, like... They very well... I don't know. I don't like getting... I am very proud, not that I work for them or am them or whatever, but I'm just, I'm proud of the people who could have taken advantage of COVID and chose not to. People were selling masks at a loss. People were selling hand sanitizer at a loss. People were selling soap at a loss. People didn't hike up the prices. If they did, it wasn't a lot. I was buying toilet paper when I could, and I don't remember buying, uh, paying $10 a roll for toilet paper, they could have, they could have mm-hmm. hiked up the prices of home necessities. And I remember there being a shortage of sanitizers and soaps. I couldn't buy laundry detergent, or uh, I could buy laundry detergent, but I couldn't buy dish soap because people were using any kind of soap they could as disinfectant. So you couldn't buy like Dawn dish soap. You couldn't. I had to buy Kleenex. I stocked up on Kleenexes and napkins. This is true. When I moved into my new apartment, I bought a bunch of napkins and Kleenexes in case we ever ran out of toilet paper because that's what i was worried about at that time and i think a lot of people felt that way because yeah, at the time it was different though yeah but when you could get toilet paper and i don't think it was super expensive they could have they could have made it expensive and people selling hand sanitizer could have made it 30 dollars a bottle if they wanted to mm-hmm. and people didn't have to sell masks for a dollar but they were until a few months later, when they realized that, um, you know, masks, I mean, not to be controversial, but they're not as, as important as we thought they were. And so they started selling them for like $15 a piece. Now, if you want a mask, they're not a dollar a piece. But there was a time where they were, for a few months, they were just a dollar. You just go to Joanne's Fabrics and pay $20 and get 20 masks because they just wanted everyone to be safe. Mm-hmm. And they could have really taken advantage of it, and they didn't. Which is pretty yeah, good. I don't know the lumber thing. Like, I don't really like government getting involved too much in things, but like, they gotta do something about that. I mean, there that's are, just ridiculous. There are laws in place against that. I just don't think they're paying attention to it. But they really need to like get on that because that's fucking over like infrastructure. Yeah. Like people are trying to build houses and buildings and they can't. Yeah. Because lumber is insanely overpriced. Yep. It's ridiculous. Especially now, like, there's a, like, problem in the housing market. Like, no houses are available. Because people who have houses don't want to sell them. And people who do sell houses sell them in, like, a second. Yep. So. And, yeah. People can't build houses. Yep. Yeah, materials are just being withheld. And there's, there's a lot of houses that can be built in a year. You can build a house in a year. You know what I mean? So it's been a year. My point is that it's been a year since this happened. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of houses that could have been built in the last year. And they haven't. No houses have been built in the last year. You know what I mean? Because there's no 
materials to build them, no people to want to work to build them because there's no materials. Yeah, that's crazy. People just don't want to work. Not no, I don't mean people don't want to work. I mean people like there's there's no business to work for. I'm starting to see that though. Like um with restaurants especially, so many of them are like closing early or not even opening because no one wants to work. Yeah, Taco Bell Taco Bell on 28th Street. I ordered like DoorDash the, like last week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Taco Bell, I think we all know if you want food at midnight, you go to Taco Bell because yeah. they're probably the only place open. Because they're always right? open till like 2. Yeah, they're open till like 2 a.m. Most taco, most of Taco Bell's business is between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. I think we all know this. The right? Taco Bell on Kalamazoo was like, they um, for like a few weeks, they were closing at 2 p.m. Yep, the one on 28th Street last week when I ordered, mm-hmm. my, my dasher, my DoorDash driver got there after I paid for the food. Yeah. I paid for my order. He got there to pick it up, and they were closed. And the guy, the manager who was, like, locking the door was like, oh, yeah, no, we're closing at 8 for, like, the next two weeks. Yeah. So I had to call DoorDash because I get charged if I cancel it through the app. Mm-hmm. I had to call them and be like, hey, this place closed at 8 p.m., and I didn't know that, so I paid for my food. But he was like, yeah, we're just short-staffed. We're, we're just closing at 8 for the next few weeks until we get someone in here. Like, yeah, there's a Popeye's kind of, on 28th. How that, like, people, hasn't been open for a week. Yeah, dude, how are people not desperate for a job? Because they're getting unemployment? Yeah, but how are you still getting unemployment? Who's closed? Dude, did you not see, like... I just saw a news thing just the other week. Like, millions more people got unemployment checks. But why? Everywhere's open. Where's cl- You can go bowling. If you can go bowling, everywhere should be open by now. If a bowling alley is allowed to operate. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it, it's just, it's just tough. I'm trying to find that article I read the other day. I don't know. I just think it's bizarre how, uh. I mean, do you see, like, almost every business I walk into nowadays has hiring signs. Yeah, because they're all desperate. Everyone is hiring. Left. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, I remember seeing things, like, in, like, 2011, like, people were begging for jobs. Because, like, that was after the big recession, mm-hmm. 2008. So, like, literally, no one had any yep. jobs. People wanted available. to work. People wanted to support their families. And now, people are begging for people to work. Yep. And everyone just wants to, like, kind of, like, stay home, I guess, and collect unemployment. Yeah. Because it is, it is kind of ridiculous. Because, like, there are people who, like, literally, it's more worth it to them. To stay home and collect unemployment, then go back to work at a restaurant place. And it's also kind of shitty because of the fact that, like, people don't want to work. So these places are understaffed, and it's even harder to work there. I remember, like, usually when I would order Chipotle, I could order online on my phone. And it's five minutes from my house. So I'd order online on my phone, leave right after I placed my order... And by the time I got to Chipotle, it would be ready. And I'd grab it and go home. Now, I literally have to wait an hour for an online order. Because before, they would have like three people or four people cooking. Sorry, this is just a very third world or a first world problem. Oh, it is a complete first world problem. But it's like, it's not just Chipotle. This is all business. Yeah. We're like, they're severely understaffed. Like like I said, like before, there'd be three people like cooking, two guys 
preparing orders for walk-in customers, a cashier, and then like three people working on like online orders. And then there's always some dude walking around cleaning the place or he'd go back and help out. Now, I literally see like four people working. Like one guy has to cook, one guy has to deal with walk-ins and do the cashier, and then one guy has to do online orders. And then I see like 40 people at all times waiting for their online orders. And then like, especially since more people are staying home, there's a huge influx of like door dashers. Mm -hmm. So like... And they all suck, by the way. Because all because they'll hire anyone. Postmates will hire anyone. Postmates. I ordered Postmates. There's a bird chirping outside, and my dog is snoring. So we're gonna wrap this up here pretty soon. I guess that's our cue. Nature's telling us to <laughs> shut it off. Um, I ordered Postmates last night. I ordered Checkers, which was a mistake because Checkers is awful. But yeah, the chick who brought it to the door. Okay. Now I get a text from my Postmate, and the text I got was here just the word here which is not very professional and by the way i don't know what here means <laughs> it could be anyone i don't know that you're my postmate here with my food so she just said here so i went down to get my food the person who brought it to the door was clearly like not the driver it was like a 16 year like a 15 or 16 year old girl who was like trying to hold in a laugh and just handed my food to me really awkwardly. Mm -hmm. And then like giggled and ran away back to the car. And then my window was open in my apartment. So I heard them like laughing outside. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And my food reeked of weed. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were just, they were high. They were just hotboxing in the car. My food reeked of weed. Which, thanks. my Like the food's ruined. Like yeah. I, I just don't want my bag of food to smell like weed. That's just not what I ordered. And then... I, I get, like, I think some food was missing. They didn't take, like, a whole item, but it just didn't seem like all my fries and chicken were there. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, and then I, I texted, so I texted her. I texted the girl who delivered it. And I was like, uh, thanks for the skunk food or something. I hope it was worth your job <laughs> or something like that. And then she sent a thumbs up emoji back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so then I, I got a, I got a refund for it on Postmates and I hope she is I hope her kids start oh, it's now. it's just crazy right now what's going on thanks for that <laughs> conclusion paragraph that I mean what else can you say that's it everyone's yeah. been saying it for a year it's, it's crazy it's crazy it sounds like a broken record at this point but it's just true this, seems... this is a this is like a time where like you never could have like never could have predicted it. Never could have predicted. You couldn't have made this up. Businesses are begging people to work. Could not have made Economic it up. activity is slow. Not just that. Let's remember. Let's we know COVID now. Let's remember yeah. that there were months and months and months where we had no fucking clue yeah. how deadly this was. We didn't know it. And they, they were just throwing bullshit out there. Oh, your pets won't get COVID. Your pets are fine. And then we found out, no, your pets can get COVID. And it's, then like half, then like people thought like this shit was like the bubonic plague. Well, not just, but people understated it and people overstated yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Both it'll, ways. It goes it'll both kill ways. all people, but your dog will not get it. Yeah. And neither of those is true. And we just... We didn't know. Mm -hmm. And there was a time where I was really scared because, and there was a time. Oh, yeah, same. 
remember when scared. people were so terrified and people took the stay at home order so seriously that you went outside and there was no one on the road. I stayed home for like There weeks. was no one on the road. I remember driving and I thought I was going to get pulled over and a cop was going to tell me, why are you out here? Go yeah. home. It is past curfew. You need to go home. I remember there was a curfew. Yeah, dude. It was like martial law. I remember. Yeah, I remember like, that. Being scared curfew. that I was going to get a fine for being outside. Uh-huh. And then I was scared that Corinne was going to get it because Corinne, she wasn't doing anything like irresponsible. But I, I just remember being like scared that like, like I don't yeah, know. I, I forgot there was a curfew. But then I thought the curfew was put in place because of those like riots that were happening. I mean... Both, in June, probably. remember? Yeah, I mean, I remember. It was. Bo- By the way, yeah, what a year. <laughs> just it right. wasn't just COVID. That had nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, that was like a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy that a guy died, a huge, a huge, you know, a huge uh, you know, moment in American history. This dude dies saying, I can't breathe. Hey, that happened. Killed. That happened. Now, now, forget the... I'm not talking about the, the story of George Floyd specifically yeah. right here. I'm just saying it, it was a huge moment it's in America. It's what transpired after that. No, listen. I just think it's fascinating. A guy died. Everyone, everyone heard this guy die while saying, I can't breathe. At the time of a pandemic of a respiratory disease that is attacking people's lungs and affecting their ability to breathe and they were totally unrelated this dude is dying saying i can't breathe and it has nothing to do with the covid pandemic that's happening that's how insane 2020 was is that it had nothing to do with covid it was a totally separate thing total separate tragedy on top of a pandemic a few months after kobe bryant died in a helicopter crash no kobe bryant died before Yes, a few that happened a few months after Kobe oh, Bryant died in the helicopter. Okay, yeah. and that was just the first three months of the year. Yeah, that's true. That Wait, was all happened like right away. Yeah, that was I. Everything I just named is just like up to March. And I don't know if you remember, like literally the first week of January twenty twenty. Do you remember like, um, we like the U.S. like bombed. Like this, like this place in Iran, I think, and then like these Iranian officials were killed, and then like for like a week there, we thought like World War Three was gonna happen. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember that? I remember thinking like COVID was directly related to that, which I mean it could have been, but like it's crazy because I remember when it was ram like just just rampaging through Italy. Hmm right before it got here and we were like oh no we'll be fine and then we got like one case in the u.s and i was like oh we'll be fine and then a week later like people in your town were dying from yeah. COVID. one thing that was so ridiculous to me like i know it may have been like depending on what news people watch like no one knew exactly what it was in the beginning right but just one thing that really pissed me off was the sheer lack of just like like maybe we should just chill out for a bit like i i literally remember like that happened in march we and then like the first week of april came a few weeks later and we were still in the in the thick of it and like for some reason people still decided like no i need to have my spring break break in florida 
I need to go. And then, like, beaches were packed. No, no, you can say whatever you want now. Like, it wasn't as bad as we thought. Like, yeah, I understand. Like, okay, maybe going out to the beach wasn't as bad. But then again, at the time, where, like, people thought, like, this shit is crazy. Yeah. Like, this is killing people, like, mad. And by and the way... just didn't have the decency to just, like... This might spark... Maybe think about staying. This might spark controversy, but I don't care. I'm just gonna say it. It's not as bad as we thought. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. even close as bad as we thought. It sucks, and it is... I'm not denying that it is killing people. It is... It is exponentially less deadly than the flu still. I remember the news making me think it was like the plague. I, I was terrified that Corinne was going to get it and she was going to die. Like I literally felt like like the walking dead. I was terrified that everyone I knew was going to get yeah. it. I was living with uh, I, I was living with my ex-girlfriend at the time. And I remember being worried that her family was going to get it and that they were going to die. Yeah, I remember I was, thinking like I her 50-year-old parents are... Her her fifty year old father who smokes is gonna get this and he's gonna die. I remember like being really now. That's still that's still the case. Like there are still people who are susceptible oh, yeah. of it. People who have immune deficiencies. But like pre existing conditions. Yes. Play into it. The, like if you and I get it, I get, I had it. Corinne Most had it. Likely going to be fine. You probably already had it. I had it. Corinne had it. My roommate had it. We. We all know that we had it, and it sucked for like two weeks, and then we were fine. And it, dude, it is a really, really, really bad cold. Yeah. It is not the plague. It is not the bubonic plague. It is not black lung. It is not smallpox. Yeah. It is not. It's, dude. And obviously, we know that now. We know that now. And we, it's the it's it's like a mix of the flu and the cold, and it sucks and it's shitty do the proper measures now it's just like at the time yeah when the, when the information crazy. wasn't there it people still just didn't give a shit if it was as deadly as the uh, bubonic plague i don't think people really appreciate how quickly we got a vaccine and how readily available it is you yeah. and i were talking about before we started recording it is incredible how readily yeah. available this vaccine is you it is easier to get the covid vaccine than a flu shot you can go anywhere that has medicine and get a I literally COVID got it at Walgreens for free. Yeah, I didn't it, pay. I literally incredible. got it at Walgreens. It it's harder to get a COVID test than mm-hmm. a COVID vaccine. Do people not appreciate that it came to America a year ago and we figured it out in a year? Cuz yeah. you th- how long do you think the bubonic plague was? Do people think it was like a 2 month thing? No, it killed. Yeah. Do you know a when huge they huge percentage of yeah. the population? Do you know when they got a cure for like a vaccine for smallpox? Mhm. Like fifty years ago. Oh yeah, it's that recent. I mean, even like the, like the last like huge pandemic like this, the um Spanish flu. Yeah, that's what it was called. Like, that killed a shit ton of people. Yeah. And like. Way more than COVID. Oh yeah. Way more than COVID. And obviously, like we have more advanced. Yes, we have more advanced before, but it's like still, we had enough of the population just not give a shit to the point where it probably was worse than it should have been but like and knowledge is exponential i recognize that we as as a human race in terms of in terms of every advancement we've ever made the human race has learned more in the last year than it has in the last 500 years Uh, like that's knowledge is and people don't recognize that either knowledge is exponential 10 years ago a smartphone was uh 
incredible. People shit their pants when Steve Jobs introduced the first iPhone. He put his finger on the screen and said, if you want to know how to go down, you put your finger on the screen and you scroll mm-hmm. and you hear gasps in the audience. That was 15 years ago. You know, and now if your camera doesn't have at least three lenses, if your phone doesn't have at least three camera lenses and it doesn't take pictures in 4K resolution, then it's a piece of shit, you know? I mean, we went to a point where, yeah, the fucking iPhone is crazy and now uh, fucking Dogecoins are making people thousands of dollars. Yeah, dude, I... That's the dumbest shit ever, dude. Like, I don't know what era this is. Where, like, things of no tangible value just have value. It's called the information era. It's so fucking stupid. There are more Dogecoins than there are pennies. Yep. The U.S. penny is more rare than a Dogecoin. Yep. But for some reason, a Dogecoin is worth 60 cents now. Yep. It makes no sense. The market cap, like, of the Dogecoin, it's not even, like, for this to go on... It's like 70 cents, by the way. It's ridiculous. For this to go on... Like, I think I remember reading, like, a trillion dollars needs to be poured into Dogecoin, like, every month for it to be worth a dollar. A trillion. So that means a trillion dollars needs to be spent buying Dogecoin, uh, people buying Dogecoin yeah, every I bought, month. I bought more Dogecoin last week. It's it's just, honestly, I'd say get rid of it soon. Because it is, this it's not um sustainable. No, no. This value is not sustainable. And it's not. just, and then, like, the trading card business and, like, PC parts getting resold, like consoles getting resold, shoes getting resold. All this shit is like increasing in stupid value that's just not tangible. Right. And it is ridiculous. And we're like in this area where like and this is definitely our generation. Like every Gen, this is Gen Z. Like every investment, we want to make money doing no work. Yep. And every investment you make that is not uh, a business that you understand at its core and that you are a part of and you have some kind of control over or property. If it's not one of those investments, you're, an, I mean, you're not an idiot. Invest in stocks. Oh, yeah. Everyone should be involved in the in the stock market. But if you expect to make money, long-term net worth growth on anything but property investment, you're then you don't know about investing. If you think you're going to get rich, if you think you're guaranteed to make money or guaranteed to make rich or get rich on anything but property, property is the only thing that's finite. It's the only thing. It is the physical amount of surface area on earth. It is never going to be more available. It's always going to, there's there's going to keep being more people. There's going to be more buildings being built and there's only so much surface area in the world. Invest in property, invest in physical land that you own on the earth because it'll just always keep going up in value everything else could just tank so if you're dumping all your money into cryptos because your friends are dumping all their money into cryptos well i mean you do you i i put i think 20 dollars in dogecoin i think it's worth about 300 now it's just stupid because like i understand the other cryptos because like bitcoin and ethereum those have been proven like they can actually be used as real currency because yes. they, they carry real value. Yes. Dogecoin. It's a joke. It's a meme. Does not carry real it value. It is literally a meme. It's it. based on a meme. That's it. They, for those of you who The are, guys that created it created it as a joke. Yes. For those of you who... It's still being mined. Don't know 
what Dogecoin is, and you're hearing Dogecoin and just thinking like, oh, Doge, like money, the, like the dog meme. Yeah. Yes, that's it. It's, it's based on the dog meme. They made it as a joke. It's a joke. It's literally that. That's my dog. There are billions of Dogecoins, hundreds of billions of Dogecoins. There are, like I said, there are less pennies than Dogecoins, it's... but the, the hype drives the price, and it, it, it has no tangible value. And honestly, it, it the thing that, like, I kind of, the reason I'm, like, so against it is, like, most of these people that are buying it are, like, buying on Robinhood and shit. And I don't even think Robin Hood's gonna give these next people time, their money. Next time we're gonna wrap it up here because we're right. an hour and forty five minutes in. But next time we'll talk about why Robin Hood is um terrible. Terrible. Robin Hood is that being said, a hundred percent of my Dogecoin is purchased through Robin Hood. But Robin Hood is not it's yeah. if you're a if you're serious about trading, if you're serious about investing if in stocks, if you have stocks, money in Robin Hood, like prepare to get it out. Yeah. You need to have real accounts open with like um what's the one that starts with an e there's e-trade e-trade you need to get married trade is yes, decent get an e-trade account everyone who has a robin hood account right now and you if you have legitimate money in robin hood like if you have more than a few hundred dollars in robin hood put that in an e-trade account pay the money to yeah. have an e-trade account if you are not paying for the service then they don't. They're not gonna work for you. That's I mean, just, you, just, you know the crypto you own on Robinhood is not your crypto. Not just crypto. We're not even talking about crypto. We're talking about investing in in crypto or stocks. Trade in a service that you pay for because if you're not paying for a service, they're not gonna work for you. That goes for every business on yeah. the planet, especially trading. We can talk more about that next time, but it's we're an hour and forty five in, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But we can talk about this next time because I'll talk about trading all day. So, right. anyway, cool, cool. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See ya.